Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. Hey everyone, I wanted to quickly come on and share with you about a low-stress collaborative output activity. So this activity, the way I learned it, is called Circle the Wagons, and I learned it during Wooly Week 2019, and it's almost Wooly Week 2020. I can't wait, and so I'm hoping to learn even more awesome activities I can use, but this is an activity that you can utilize with students even without using music videos. So any type of story or input that you've used pictures for or images to represent. So this could work well for a narrative input chart. If you're not sure how to do that strategy, you can check out um, an earlier episode of my What How series on that. And that's how I used it with this group of students today. So we had done a narrative input chart. Basically, I told a personal story from my life using nine images about a bus accident in Costa Rica. They have processed that input by writing it out in a write and discuss. We've also written it out on a story mountain. And we also played what would they say or what would they think with each event that happened in the story. And they read the story with detailed information and drew it out on a storyboard. Okay, so my students are probably about four class periods into working with similar language, similar, similar content, same storyline. So I would, again, recommend doing these output activities with content and stories that students are extremely familiar with, especially with lower level students. My students, I would probably say um, their general level of performance is probably about an intermediate mid-level. Their speaking is definitely lower than that. I would say their speaking is probably intermediate low, but it's awesome because they're recombining their own thoughts. They're creating their own sentences. They get all mixed up with their present and past tense, which is 100% totally normal for where they're at in acquisition. But accuracy is not the goal of the output activities I do. The goal for me is to get students comfortable speaking the language and not worrying so much about how accurate they are, but just if they can deliver a message. And so the activity Circle the Wagons is awesome because it gives students an act, it gives them time to do this with their peers, which sometimes, depending on your class, is a good thing, and sometimes it can be a little more stressful. So just be aware of that and whether or not it works great for your students. But the basic idea of Circle the Wagons, the way I do it is, and I'm not sure, I can't remember if it's outlined this way originally when I learned it from Willy Week last year, But the way I do it is I have a set of like full-size pieces of paper of the images that the students are familiar with that represent things in the picture. And you could obviously, if you created a story together, you could just grab some clip art or some images from online um, that match up with different events in the story. I would just make sure to clarify with your students if they're not used to the images, like which, that, which part of the story each image represents before you start. And basically what you do is you split the class into smaller groups. For me, I split them into two groups, um, it might, which was had about 11 students each. You may want to split them into a group. Um, If you had a bigger class, I might split them into three groups. I would say you for sure 
don't want probably less than five in a group and you probably really don't want a lot more than 10 in a group just because you want to give students, want to have enough variety and ability levels of students where they feel safe but not pressured and it doesn't get out of control either. So I coach the whole group on their instructions and you pick one leader in the group and the leader is responsible for holding up one picture at a time and calling on students to tell information about that picture. So the leader will hold up a picture, for example, of a bus station in Costa Rica for for what I did today. And the students will raise their hand and they'll talk about the bus station or the accident that happened there. They can say a word, they can say a phrase, they can add more detail into a sentence that their classmate already said. For example, when um, one of my students today held up the map of Central America, Someone said, you know, Miss Leppert, that's me, went to Costa Rica, which is a great sentence, a great piece of Spanish to share in their group. And then another one added on and said, Miss Leppert went to Costa Rica on an airplane. So they can build off of each other's language. And they're doing this all in L2. And they're spending about a minute or two on each picture. Um, But basically, I told the leaders, you know, once you know, no one else is raising their hand to give more details about the picture, just move on to the next one. It's okay if your group as a total only comes up with one or two sentences about each picture because there may not be a whole bunch of information to share. And so the idea is they're in their groups. I did for about 10 minutes, um, but it gives them a really great, a great base to start sharing their Spanish, being understood by their classmates. It's really the coolest thing to see when students are communicating in Spanish and they say something funny and their classmates laugh and react to it because then you know there's real communication happening and there's um, expression and interpretation of the language taking place. So I always love doing this activity. This would be great for student application and assessment if you're using Tina Hargadon's daily instructional framework. Um, if you have about 10 minutes left in class and you've you know, told the story and written about the story and maybe done some other things with it, um, especially if you have a block class, this would be an awesome way to kind of extend your lesson um, and fill up some more time or just to use today as a preparation for a team challenge, which I'm going to talk about next. So I hope you try the activity circle the wagons and you're going to want to be circling. You're going to want to be circling your room. I crack myself up sometimes and making sure your students and your groups are on task and holding them accountable. And my suggestion would be if you have students that can't handle that, instead of taking away that opportunity from all the students, I would maybe have a couple of pages, you know, where you can print out multiple pictures on one page. I would maybe have a couple pages of those ready and say, you know, if you are unable to do this, in a group, that's okay. I'm going to ask you to come back to your seat and write out your responses and descriptions for each picture instead. And that way, you're still holding them accountable for practicing and utilizing that language and communicating messages about the picture, but it's not taking away the kind of fun communicative activity that the rest of the students are mostly enjoying and wanting to participate in. So let me know how it goes if you give it a try. I'm going to do my best to remember to link a YouTube video of me introducing this activity with my students. And also, um, it'll include a video of a couple of the sentences that they were sharing about each picture as we did the activity today. So let me know how it goes.